0: We
1: always start off with that. (laughs) We always start off with that awkward. I did that on purpose to be honest. So uh for all you guys, uh so Ron and I, we video chat with each other while we're recording, and I kind of just stared at him, right? And I made it super awkward, right? So, like, Ron, do you ever have those awkward moments when you're looking at someone and then like um you know they look back at you and I'm kind of like uh, uh, and I'm just staring that happened to me the other day when I went to the uh, the store, I was just staring at this kid because the kid was just doing this weird dance. And then the kid looked at me and then they were just looking at me and then they ran to their parent, grabbed the parent on their leg, start hugging the parent. So the parents patting them down and the kids just looking at me. Then the dad looked at me, too. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be super. So it was pretty awkward, to be honest, right? But, hey, you know.
0: Why are you, to sh- a, why are you trying to scare kids, bro? Come on. I'm
1: not. I'm not. No, Ron, I'm not. It's just the kid was doing a weird dance. So, you know, I'm, I'm at a Walmart, right? You know you know how Walmarts are. There's always those weird, unique things that happen. And that was, that was my weird, unique thing. What
0: is a weird dance to you?
1: I don't know. The kid was just like, you know, the kid, it looked like the child was trying to recreate one of those Spongebob dances or or a Fortnite dance. I don't know, but it was just really weird. And because it was a young kid, too, like they were like it was like squiggly arms with squiggly legs, like the knees knocking each other. Like, I don't know, man, it was weird. It was a Spongebob type of thing.
0: Yo, man, I don't know what to say. I don't know why you're grilling kids like this, man. The fact that that kid ran behind his dad, he grabbed his legs, grilling you now the dad's looking at you, man. I don't know, man. I don't know whose side no. I'm on right now, man. This guy's no. out here just wilding out, man. No,
1: that and for, no, no. First of all, the child didn't run. the The child he ran, was like, standing. He ran. He was <laughs> standing near in your mind oh my goodness you see you see how people like to twist those stories these days my goodness man my goodness trying to out here incriminate me you know hey man
0: come on a kid a kid all of a sudden was shook of you hugging their parents like so tight come on what are we talking about here but ron anytime like you know when you think you you
1: you you do something embarrassing and then you realize someone's watching you, you're going to feel a little embarrassed and shy and you're going to run away. Like there are times like I pick a wedgie or, or like I remember I had toilet paper in my shoe before, you know, like you feel embarrassing. You kind of get away after everyone realizes the, the embarrassment.
0: Yeah. I have a couple of experiences like that. I can understand, but I didn't run and grab my mom's leg or my dad's leg and stare at you and then point at my tap my dad's shoulder, mom shoulder. Look, look at that guy. Look at the guy grilling me. <laughs> I didn't do that. So the the
1: child the child didn't the child didn't do all that. It sounds you know? like it. Why they They were just a little embarrassed, you know, because like they were like, come <laughs> on, it was like they're like I don't know, man. It was like you know they were at a rave or. Hey, I but you know what? They were happy. I guess they, we that's weren't in the toy why, section.
0: That's why you don't get it, because you're not a party man. You just said he looked like he was dancing at a rave. So then it's like this guy's just like, what's going on, man? This doesn't happen at the parties I go to. That's what it is, eh? I feel it. No,
1: no, 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 no. It, it, I do see those things. That's why I was intrigued, because I was like, how does this kid know some of the moves at a party? <laughs> This guy is a funny man, yo. I don't know what to say about you, yo. You know what's so funny? I'm talking about uh dancing and parties, man. I remember back in those uh, high school days. Uh, it's a you guys. We're gonna go a little throwback and uh high school. We would have those uh basement jams. Oh man, those basement jams. <laughs> those were hilarious, yo. That's when I learned how to whine. You know, I wasn't the best whiner, you know, but that's when I learned.
0: Oh, so you learned, so now you're a good one, right?
1: I, I, have, a, I have a waist, you know? I, I, I can shake my waist, you know?
0: <laughs> I know the hand pad. I've had a lot of uh, negative feedback. <laughs> you, you know what it is? You know what it is, though? All
1: you have to, like, when I was, when I, like, my go-to, you just grab the, the waist and you go nice and slow and you control it you know you control it you don't got to do anything too too crazy you know that's what i do you know i i i'm I'm a, I'm a vet with it you know i'm a veteran you know but some of these hey man hey some of these girls when they're going low that's why you keep that's why you keep your hands on their waist because when they <laughs> drop you can pick them right back up you know because you hey you know like when you have a horse and you tell the horse, hey, you know, whoa, you know, <laughs> just hold the weight. You hold the, you know, and you just, you got to pull. It's the same motion. You grab and pull back and say, nah, nah, nah. You got to stay up. Yeah. My knees, my back, not that good.
0: One funny thing about what you said there about getting low. I remember one time my friend, he told me he was dancing with a girl. And then she started going too low. And he just got, he just left. He just told the girl he's like I can't go that way. <laughs> and he laughed. <laughs> that shit had me dying. I was like, "Yo, you gotta try, man. You gotta try. You can't just get up and go." But um, when it comes to like the whining and stuff, it's just like I learned. I took ballroom dance, uh, like because when I was in university, I had to take a bunch of. Different courses. They were called Pekins in kinesiology. So they were like gym classes. And one of the courses I took was ballroom dance. And what I learned from ballroom dance is like, you know, there always has to be someone that leads, man. But if you're leading, you got to be confident and you got to be flexible, man. When it comes to winding, I'm not flexible enough. You know, I'm definitely not confident when I was doing it. So it's just like, who really leads in that situation? I feel like the guys should, but like if you're not, like, it's tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> just, just always grab a hip,
1: grab a hip,
0: or just put Let's your back see. on the wall and then just stand there. That's also a possibility too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Hey, hey, Ron. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm one of those men's. You know, at times i'm a post up on the wall type of man at times i ain't gonna lie with one leg up sometimes you know
0: (laughs) how can you do that like you see caribbean you can't do that man so you definitely have to get experience man or you're gonna be back on somebody else's back man (laughs) or you just stand by the fence or by the float you know
1: but if you stand by the float you got to be moving and your ears you'll hear buzzing (laughs) for the next three days no cap man like that, that buzz is unflipping real, like: <laughs>
0: This guy man.: It's else. so
1: funny. A uh, couple of days uh, not a couple of days, sorry, a couple of weeks ago, like I want to say maybe in the early beginning of August, uh, I went to the went to the we, I went out with my boys and then we went to some type of lounge, and it was built like a club. And Ron, it, like, you know, I'm older now, and I went with my boys, and we're like, ah, we're going to have fun, blah, 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 ah, you know. And, yo, <laughs> Ron, yo, we were so beat up after. Like, we were complaining about the noise. You know, we were falling asleep in the car. Like, oh, man, like, when, it was, when we got home, they're like, yo, Mike, Mike, Mike. And, like, they were shaking me a good amount of times. And then I look over at my other boy, and he's knocked out. Man, it felt like one of those movies, like, you know, when old people go out, (laughs) Bro, it's crazy.
0: Honestly, it's not the same. Like, I realized I was starting to get old when the drinking, the drinking started catching up with me. Because before, the same amount I would drink when I was younger would not kill me the way that it kills me now. So now it's a lot more moderation when it comes to drinking. But that's the only time really I ever truly am knocking out. So. With me, I try my best to avoid clubs and stuff. If I'm going somewhere, it's going to be a bar where I'm not dancing, jumping up on tables, standing for 10 hours. Bro, I'm not into that stuff no more. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no. Nah. We got to, we have to, it's like, uh, it's like vacation. We have to be prepared and we
0: have to plan for it. <laughs> Bro, you got it, man. Like, you got to Like, that's why, you know, health is key, man. Like, I feel like, Again, with all my injuries and stuff that I've been telling you about, like, some days it's just like, my God, like, I just feel like I'm bruised and battered, man. I just need to, you know, start doing a little bit more, you know, self-care. I've been doing a lot more stretching, so that's going to be a precursor into me trying to do yoga and stuff like that to make sure that I am flexible, you know, limber and just, you know, just overall better with myself.
1: Yeah, that's good. You know, that's something I need to stretch, too. Like, I can't touch my toes.
0: I've always been able to touch my toes. But, like, now, like, whenever I stretch like that, it's just, I just feel so tight. When I get back up, I'm just like, holy, man, I need to do this for, like, two hours, it feels like, man. It's crazy.
1: Wait, hold on. Be honest. Is it bad that I can't touch my toes? I think
0: it's really bad when you can't. I'm I'm in my 30s. No, but there's some people that couldn't do it before they were 30, and I'm assuming you were one of them. Let, let's let's stick on the present, okay? Let's not stick <laughs> on... You know, like, usually, if you can't touch your toes later, you probably weren't able to touch them before. It would be, I guess, a little bit more concerning if you were able to before and you can't now, you know? That could be perceived as way more... I was just never flexed like I never
1: really stretched like even for practice gym class. I was one of those people just, yo. Know, when I jog, when I'm running, playing the sport, that's me stretching.
0: I feel like now, like when you're 30, because you're not 30 yet, right? Like when no, you, I am 30. Oh, Oh, yeah. This is your 30th. My bad. So now I, I tell everyone when you hit 30, if you're like living a, like an active lifestyle where you when, especially when you play sports. You just gotta learn how to, you know, manage your body because, yo, know, if you don't stretch, if you don't warm up, yo, know, it gets to you, man. It actually starts to catch up and you start to get hurt a little bit more. So you just gotta be, you know, in that mindset. I used to always stretch when I was younger, but before I used to go to the gym for like two hours, two and a half hours, and it wasn't a big deal. I would do the whole thing, I'd, you know, do proper warm up, stretch when I'm leaving. Or even before I started working on, then it's like now I just feel like I have no time. Don't do any of that stuff. And then now I'm getting hurt way more than I ever did before. So I'm trying to embrace that whole stretching mindset a little bit more now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like even when I ref, I see some of these older guys, they come to the gym and they actually like they put in a warm up run. They'll come to the gym 30 minutes before they're putting on all their their double knee brace you their their socks, their fing their finger wrap, you know, and they're warming up. Like when the play is on the other side of the court, they're putting up their jump shots. They're running baseline, to, uh, side, a side sideline to sideline. Ah, oh, yeah, no, you gotta Yo, warm up. I realize that
0: you have to, man. If you don't, I'm telling you, it catches up to you, man. And it gets there. It like when you're over thirty, it's real quick. Especially if you're not like already living that lifestyle. Trust me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I. I I can see that. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense, episode seventy-five. Yep, seventy-five. One quarter. We're three thirds. Three. The seventy-fifth.
0: Three quarters, bro.
1: That's what I said. Did I say three fifths? You said three-thirds. Did I say three-thirds? Yeah, that that makes zero sense. What the hell?
0: Isn't that like a hundo? (laughs) Three-thirds. That's a hundo. It's okay. We're three-quarters of the way there. Or up. So we have 25 more to go to a hundo.
1: A hundred. That's That's my younger brother's favorite song, eh? Hundred by Drake in the game. Every time he gets upset or like something happens, you know, he's like, he'll come up and he's like, "Y'all better not come in my studio with that fake." Y'all better, and he's he goes ham on it. You know, you I see, ain't gonna lie.
0: That the yo, that was when Drake was like, I I I couldn't. I feel like everything you put out was just great, yo. Like now I don't feel the same. Maybe I'm just older, man. It just cheeses me off, man. Gosh. You know what it is? You know what it is with music? And I'll
1: be honest with this. It's all phases, right? Like younger Kanye. Younger Kanye in my eyes, I had Kanye when Kanye came out with College Dropout. I had Kanye West as the greatest musician. And it, like he was number one when he came out with College Dropout, you know, then he came out with the whole. uh You know, Yeezus and and Dark Skin and all that. And I was like, that's too much.
0: I feel like he was more experimental, man. Like, so the first three was a sequence, right? It was all about, you know, school. Those were the first three. Then he had the 808s and Heartbreak. That was very experimental. Then he had a beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. That wasn't nearly as experimental, but it was definitely different from what we were used to then yeezus i wasn't a big fan of yeezus at first and my sister just swore by it because i used to buy all his albums right so like uh, my sister swore by it and then when i went to the Jesus concert like my whole appreciation of the album changed so then at that point yeah. like i just loved it like i listened to the concert and then i just couldn't stop listening to it like it's really good. And I guess like like you said, it's all about the phases, right? So like at that point in my life I was definitely listening to a lot more electronic music, like um trap music. That was before trap became whatever it is now. Like it was just like, man. I, like I, I just love that type of music. And even Drake, man, like Drake was just I guess maybe because like he's close to my age and it's like as he was ascending, the Raptors were ascending. You know, like that was he was part of the Raptors too. Like it's that's, just like everywhere you go, you listen to music, you're going to the States, music, you're going to on vacation, mu like, his stuff was everywhere, man. He was like the coolest he was the big like really, he was the best, I think, at that time. Like I could even argue I like Kanye a lot, but like the way that Drake was coming, I yo, know, if anyone had told me at that point, like, yo, know, who do you think is better? I I'd be a bit confused. But like now To me, it's clear because I just feel like his music hasn't really, like, aged the way that I would have liked. I feel like when he was younger, I could relate to his stuff. And now I'm in the same same age group as him, and I just still can't relate to the stuff he talks about. So that's always been my biggest uh, problem with his music. I just don't feel it's relatable, even though we're probably part in in the same, like, age range. So, anyways. I
1: look at... I know, we, I know we always have this talk about the Kanye and Drake, right? And I, I, I want to settle it from my perspective, all right? And I want to make it clear,
2: right? Clear. I look at it like this. In my eyes, I would say Kanye
1: to me, has more, and I'm just thinking on the top of my head, like Kanye has had more memorable tracks that I listen to often, right? More than Drake, I will say that. But Drake's catalog and his longevity is just more spectacular. Right. Like I, if someone said oh, who had a higher peak or who had the bet the best, I got to go with I got to go with Kanye. Like the man had the like Kanye's workout plan like that music video was crazy, Ron. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, that music video was crazy. You know, like he had all oh, that like that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Right. You know, then he had the one with Jamie Foxx, right? And Twista, right? And don't get me wrong, like, Drake had some crazy hits, but I think Kanye's hits, like, even though he it didn't hit numbers like Drake, his hits were amazing. But I just think from start to finish, like, look at even now, like, Drake is still killing it. And Drake has even been able to go to different, uh, different, uh, genres and do
0: decently well. Kanye has been able to too. Yeah, he has,
1: but I think Drake has just done it at a greater level than Kanye.
0: My whole thing with Drake is like a to some degree, I feel like he's not necessarily creating new sounds. He's jumping on new sounds. So things that we don't really hear, like when he did reggaeton, he would do afro beats. Like, even, like, the UK, uh, is it drill music? Like, stuff like that. Like, all of that type of stuff, I feel like he has always latched on to somebody that is already in that field. He has done a good song with people in that field. And then, like, you know, that he's done with it. Like, when he's done, he's done. Whereas I feel that, like, Kanye tries to experiment and do it on his own. Get what I'm saying? yeah no i hear that so like i I know i do agree that like when it comes to drake it's like because he does songs with these people he does them well you know there's stuff that you remember but it's not like he's the one that's creating and then the last uh, album i feel like he was trying to do it on his own like the honestly never mind and i I don't think that he did a good enough job i think he was good-ish i just didn't think it was good enough and that's just my view on it. Like again, you can think whatever you think. I just feel like up until till two thousand sixteen, he could do no wrong. And after that, I feel like I've seen a lot more blemishes. Still one of the greatest artists that I've listened to in my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I was going down memory lane. I was into some old music. And this is when I wanted to have this conversation because I was listening to Down and Out. Okay. Right. And I was like, Jeez, like, Connie is nice. Connie is nice, you know? But, but I still got to give it to Drake. Drake Drizzy Rogers, he still wins. He's like Floyd Mayweather, you know? All right,
0: man. Where would you like to start?
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ron, have you ever went grocery shopping and saw something that you want to purchase, but it was, like, super disturbing, super nasty? And you said, nah, you couldn't buy it.
0: Yeah, you know, like, uh, whenever you buy chickens and then sometimes the fur feathers are still on the chicken? Huh? You never seen that?
1: Like, I... I might have seen, like, the... Not the actual feather feather, but, like, it still be
0: prickly. Yeah, like, it's like, that's just not, like, they didn't cut it down properly it's very disturbing when you see like a lot more because then you actually like realize like yes it is an animal you're eating you know and then one time my wife she bought salmon and when we came back the salmon had like worms in it Mm. That that was real disturbing too like those are two very memorable moments like the fur thing is not a big deal you can rip it out your own you can cut it off but it's just very disturbing to see. But like the the worms and the salmon was, that was just absolutely disgusting. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. That's disgusting. So the reason why I bring this up to you guys is because um. Someone was grocery shopping,
2: and
1: they actually saw a frog, in their in the. Package salad, spring right? mix, yeah. So, oh, spring, yes, spring mix. So now, Ron, it 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 does look pretty. Like the frog does blend in pretty well, but at it the does. same time, like, but at the same time, I really want to know how the frog got in there. Yeah, that's my main thing.
0: It's very weird. Like when I first saw it, I couldn't really tell. That there was, because I saw the caption, I saw that there was a frog, but I was like, what? Like, uh, and then I'm like, oh, I see it. But, like, that's pretty weird, man. Like, these guys are sealing stuff. There's frogs. And, like, it just calls into question how they vet things, like, you know, like, before they release it. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah, so,
1: unfortunately, I will have to expose the store. So, this was at a Sobeys, um, in uh, London. In, uh, yeah, at Ad- Adelaide in North London. Um, so, now again, I like, I- I'm not gonna, I'm not, this isn't gonna stop me from going to Sobey's, right? I'm still gonna go to Sobey's because they have amazing discounts, right? And I like their fruit, I like their fruits compared to some other places, but you guys just be <laughs> mindful, right, Of of what you buy and just check, check the expiry dates, right? Sometimes you'll buy, uh, tangerines or clementines um, wrong, why Why did you shake your head I, I no, said it correctly I gave it's both not translations the
0: clementines you know like I was just thinking I bought like um, like right now because of the whole tomato season like you know how people make tomato like they they can the, tomatoes. the pasta yeah they do that stuff like my mom does it too and stuff but like now you can't really find any real Roma tomatoes that are in good shape like I bought some and they looked like they were a decent shape and we didn't use them right away. And then they just spoiled like almost immediately. And it's just like that pissed me off. It's like it looked like it was good. The rest of them were beat up. But like this thing just spoiled immediately. It just pissed me off. And then the same with the apples I bought. I put them in the fridge and then I'm eating them and I already feel soft. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? Can't go grocery shopping this time of year or something?
1: God. Yeah, see, that's, the, that's one of the biggest negatives of canada because when it starts to get cold the fruit sucks like ron strawberries blueberries they're trash during the winter but time. like
0: these guys get it from other places man it's not like they're just getting them from here so how could it be that bad it just it's mind-boggling to me man well think about it the
1: the truck outside so winter time so winter season outside is extremely cold so then you need to produce heat in the truck but not enough heat cuz you know fruits and heat don't really mix well together, right? So it's extreme it's a it's an extremely difficult process, I would say. It's expensive, <laughs> that's one thing.
0: It's not like these things products are cheap to purchase right now. So it's, it's like, like yo, honestly, can it last for longer than 1 day? I feel like I'm buying stuff off a clearance rack or something. I only got one (laughs) hour to use it before it spoils. Like, come on, man. Yeah,
1: especially when you buy fruits or veggies that are in a bag that are in a bunch. Right? It's crazy. Oh, man. I'm not even going to expose the store. But I bought... And that's why I mentioned tangerine slash clementines. Because... It's a good thing. This is why I always check because, Ron, I like check the bag. I actually gave it a a shake and half of the fruit was like moldy white. Look at this. And it's nasty. One of the worst. And then, oh, don't even. And I know for a fact you probably have stories, but let's not even start on
0: apples. (laughs) Yeah, They're a problem, man. Don't buy apples in the bag. If you buy any apples in the bag, you're you're crazy, man. You want the smoke? <laughs> Bro, it's like this; those things last, like I said, for maybe an hour. So you gotta be last. making them like <laughs> Ron. They're already bad, yo. They're bad when you get into your car. You know, by the time you get home, they're all bad, they're like all done. I don't get it, man. It's just something else, man. I don't. I, I really don't get it. Yeah, but just
1: you guys just please be mindful check check it doesn't hurt right the extra couple of seconds you just and and i'm not just talking about fruits and veggies i'm also t- talking about boxes right like hey you got to check your sugar you know that could have a hole uh make sure that your bottles are sealed because remember that trend when people were uh licking ice cream ron when they're opening and
0: licking it Whoa, Do you remember that? what are you talking about that trend what? Ron,
2: this
1: was like a few years ago.
0: Yo, I no. am absolutely lost, yo. I am absolutely... Like, this is a thing people were doing? For real?
1: Yeah, Ron. So people would actually... So um think of like... Not... Okay, so you know how the newer Chapman ice creams come in that more plastic container? Not the mm-hmm. box ice cream. The plastic yeah, container yeah, 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 yeah. with the plastic lids. And people would actually remove it remove the lids and lick it because remember ice cream doesn't come with a protective seal over it
0: some do, man depending on the type you buy i guess
1: yes i agree some do but the i from my memory the ice cream that i know like yeah they might have the little plastic uh seal that you need to tear around the lid but other than that, like some of them, that's why I kind of, I kind of be mindful, but yeah, people were removing it. Some people actually got charged. Um,
0: bro, they better but, get charged, man. That's some bullshit, yeah. bro.
1: Yeah. So, yo, that's why you got to check. Like I was buying Vaseline the other day, Ron.
0: <laughs> and there was hey, Vas- a big finger hole in it or <laughs> some shit. Come on, man. What are you telling I me right that. now, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, go on.
1: No, no, I was just going to say I, I checked for, like, finger markings or anything like that. One of them had, but it was like someone, like, used it and used it on their mouth. I don't know what it was for, but no, I did not see a hole and no Vaseline bro, jar. Someone
0: dripping, um, dipping their whole finger in there, spreading shit up, bro. Come on, yo. What are we talking about right now? Honestly.
1: Uh, and, and you see, that's what frustrates me. Um... The, the, the price of grocery continues to increase, but the quality becomes more poor and the protection is really, is just gone now. Like, how are you telling me I can, food is able to spoil much faster. Why does the quality of this brand taste much different from another brand, right? Right. But yet still, pricing is always... I'm not even going to say... I can't even use the word changing. It's always increasing.
0: It'll never go down, man. Like, honestly, I'm always looking for sales now, man. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. Just buy things on sale and then go from there. You know? I I don't know what to say, man. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, always get the, the... But, Ron, even the sales are trash. Like I was at I was at Wally World and now Wally World has out of all the grocery stores, Wally World has the best in my eyes. But even with Wally World, three bags of chips for nine bucks? Back in the day it was like, yo, it was like five. Just couple it before the pandemic, it was like five.
0: Just by the no name brand.
1: Uh out. <laughs> okay. Yo, I don't know what it is, but when they like, I'm out here thinking the pandemic is over. Nope, nope. This food shortage is alive and it's moving very strong.
0: It's trying to be a recession, man. They're trying to make it one. It seems like it's crazy.
1: Um, and
0: one mentality I
1: wish the world had was like the mentality, the mentality that they had at the end of High School Musical. When we were all, when they were all in it together. <laughs> um, And the reason why I bring up High School Musical is so Tiff uh, is I, I believe is Tiff still going on right
0: now? It should still be going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tiff is like what? Two weeks, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's Fortnite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. OK. So uh, so Tiff is going on, you guys. So make sure if you can go down there, make sure you go down there um, that. I don't wanna butcher her name. I think it's like Violet or Vi- uh from Viola. How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, Viola yes. Davis. Um, she's in that warrior movie.
0: Yeah, The uh, Woman King.
1: Oh, yeah, I oh my goodness. I'm gonna watch that movie. Like, hey, shout out to her, cause like, you know, she I, I really like how she acts, you know. So, but I'm trying to man, watch that like,
0: after this.
1: Oh, hey, okay. Have fun, man. Have fun. But, um, so apparently Zach Efron bought a new chin, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what reports are saying.
0: It's something else. So he's at TIFF, um, or was at TIFF. I don't know if he's still there, but I saw, I happened to find a few articles where he has. Like people are commenting on how his chin is different and they're showing pictures of him when he first started in uh, Hollywood and even recently and then how it looks now. And I don't know, man, like I- I'm looking at it and it's like it's looking like it's it actually is a new chin. It's looking a bit different, bro. It's looking a lot more say pronounced. Yeah, so I don't know what to say. I just like whenever you happen on these things, it's just like it's like a fluke. Just go somewhere, go on Twitter or something, and you just see and you're like, whoa, okay. And you see another article, whoa, okay. Maybe it is a bit different. You should check out some photos, man. Look at it. Everything you see, it's like they put the old him and then the new him, and it looks, his chin looks a lot more pronounced, man. (laughs) Yo,
1: I'm actually looking at, the man, yo, the man looks like, like, he looks like one of those, you know when they talk about, like, like his chin got wider.
0: Bro, it looks different, bro. So like I can't <laughs> like it's like one of those things where it's like people are proving it to be true. Like it just looks real different.
1: Yeah, cuz he had that he had that skinny, now it's like like it's it's a full butt
0: chin. Bro, it's he has a proper chin like it's like teased. It's a it's a booty chin. Like it is a Yeah, come on man. What, what, what are we talking about? Like it's like nah, a Jay nah, Leno? Nah, nah,
1: nah, oh whoa. Ah, <laughs> nah. But hey, hey, yo, the man still hey, you know, he's still doing his thing. Has he has people has he like denied it or something?
0: I I feel like that's what the gist of the article was. They were saying that it's not a big deal. I think um the one I saw was like somebody he knows was alleging that he hasn't done anything. So maybe they haven't asked him directly. It was somebody that knows. He's like, Yeah, I would know. He would tell me. And it's just like, would he really, man? He, why does he have to tell you? Like what makes you so special? It's something else.
1: But you gotta remember, like, and this is the thing. When celebrities grew up with us let's just use that phrase right um we see that evolution we see that growth we see them go through puberty right so that's something that like we have to remember this guy again high school musical right and now he's super old you know same thing with bow wow look at look at bieber right look how different bieber was then and bieber now look at drake Right. So I just got to say, you know, look at Beyonce, you know, look at a lot of people change over the time. So we got to kind of relax, like just because there's a little change. Like, look at me back in the day. I had I had hair. Now I'm bald. Right. Still sexy. Pause. I I I don't I don't think it's a pause for me. It's a pause. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm sexy. I'm sexy and I know it. Easy there, LMFAO. Uh so, hey, but you know what? Hey, Zach, do your thing. You know, we're all in this together. Huh? We're all in this together. <laughs> so, um we had some news, you know, the queen passed away. Um and then boom, Justin Trudeau dropped some big news that on the 19th will be a federal holiday. So September the 19th, everyone, will be a federal holiday. Now, you see, Ron, when this news dropped, Ron, I was I was super happy. Uh, w- one of my other colleagues, he messaged. And he's like, hey, because we have, like, American colleagues as well. And he's like, he messaged him. He's like, hey. We have a day off because um, uh, the queen died. So I was like, (laughs) I was ecstatic and I was happy, you know, um, for the day off. And now my boy, Doug Ford, uh, has. Oh,
0: oh, 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 I didn't know you were going to start talking about him. Elaborate, elaborate on what he did.
1: So he. he kind of, he kind of, he kind of, he, he messed up on this one. He, he fumbled the ball on this one, Ron. He fumbled I thought the ball only on Doug
0: can one. get it done, you know. That's what I thought, man. Come on, Dougie. What are you doing to us?
1: You know what? He wants people to still enjoy. You know, honestly, I, I had to, we can't put the blame on Doug, Ron. This was too rushed. You can't just pop up a holiday on somebody.
0: Did did okay? you want did you want her to plan her death? Is do you want her no, to no, tell no, you no. exactly so then you can plan it for us? Amen. No, but
1: but say hey, next month will be like give some time. Don't give a week notice.
0: You know, Bro, like I need to mourn, man. I, now I'm gonna be mourning that I'm working. Like come on.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, but. Yeah, he messed up on this one. But I like the comment that he made. And he says he wants the kids to be in school so they can know about the queen. And that's what I love about Doug. He's always about the kids. He's always about the future. He's always about
0: Ontario. Wait, what was the long pause, man? Did you forget what province you're in? No, no, no. no, 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 no. I just dramatic effect (laughs) he always cares about the kids what about the parents what about the parents what about the teachers you know like why doesn't he care about us too hey man if our life is good then the kids life is good too remember that if our life is crap and we got a lot of problems there's a high chance the kids in our life their life is going to be a bit more problematic or rocky. You know, if he's thinking about the kids, you got to think about us, too, man. And I need to mourn. OK, I don't need to be at work. OK, that's all I want to get across on this.
1: <laughs> Maybe things could change. Who knows?
0: It Maybe next year. You, man. next year. Next Maybe. year. Next I- year. She died this year. I need to mourn. Like give so, me the day.
1: So hold on. Is this just a is this just a holiday just for 2022 or is this a yearly holiday?
0: I don't know. Like, but if they didn't give us a day off now, like, come on, man. I need I need an extra day off. Gosh.
2: But you see, even um
1: a lot of small businesses would have been hurt. By this decision So I, I understand You know like Doug he, he made he made a few mistakes before With the businesses Right and he wants to make it up to them So I think that's why he did that And I'm cool with that You know but man all of them Government officials Like another day for the banks really? To have another day for post office Like oh my goodness, I just man. like
0: I, that's where I need To go work you know these guys get like every, don't they get Remembrance Day Off too? Bro, I want to do an army salute too, man. Give me a day off as well. Don't just give me one get, minute.
1: I think they get Monday, Monday, uh, Easter Monday off too. This guy said one minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do the moment of silence for one minute at eleven eleven, Bro, that's the only time everyone stops stuff. Wait, you don't do a moment of silence? W- on Remembrance Day? No. Disrespectful man. No, no, no. Like we did it at school. We did it Yeah, um, why why don't you do it? I do it. You know, I do it. They always encourage people to do it. Mike, do you I wear your I, poppy?
1: Do I wear my poppy? I wear red.
0: I asked you a very specific question. Do you wear your I poppy? I wore
1: poppies before, yeah. When no, I no, had act- do like- you? Do you? Have I like not recently? I never wore a poppy recently. Tisk tisk tisk. I've been I've been home. I so haven't been on. outside. Where do you like? I okay. The you got to remember around Remembrance. Uh, during rem uh, like uh, maybe a few weeks before Remembrance Day, there's always like stores where you can make a donation to pick up a poppy. You got to remember because of the pandemic, I haven't been able to get one of those poppies. How come I have one? I don't know. You, you actually have one? Mm. Still?
0: I leave it in my car. Okay, 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 okay. Look at this guy. This guy was going to call not... me out, yo. Yeah. Support our veterans, man, in any way possible. They already screw them financially. At least show yes, respect, yeah. You know? I'm pretty sure but... at some point your grandfather, your great-grandfather, your great-grandmother, somebody was in the military at some point how it is. My, maybe. That's how it is. bro. Maybe.
1: But the thing about it is I think I think wearing a poppy in this day and age right now I think there needs to be more than just wearing a poppy right to 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 help the soldiers our our vets.
0: Yeah, they already get shafted, man. Yo, did I ever tell you about the time when I was in uh L.A.? Like this is like five years ago, maybe. I was leaving a Dodgers game and, like, this is opening day, and the traffic at this stadium is insane. Like, LA traffic is just absolutely crazy. Anyways, we had to leave the stadium, walk maybe like two kilometers in order to be able to order an Uber because it was just so congested by the stadium. So, as we were walking, there was this, like, veteran, like, on a wheelchair, like, one leg gone, just asking for money, like, and Everyone was just walking by him. And then he he asked me, and I'm, like, traveling. I didn't have, like... At that time, I was just taking enough cash so that I didn't overspend, right? So I left the rest in the place that I was staying. So as I was walking, I had, like, no change. I didn't have any cards or nothing. So then this guy's just like, hey, are you willing to donate? And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, I have, like, no cash at all. And then this guy's like... Fighting these fucking wars and nobody gives a fuck about us. That's what this guy starts screaming at me. And I was just like, Bro, I'm not even American, man. Like, and I just kind of (laughs) walked away. I was like, What do you want me to say? I'm like, I don't have money, man. Like, leave me alone. God, that's how I feel like a lot of them feel, man. They don't get the proper respect, you know? And another thing is, like, I remember, like, a few years ago, like, Don Cherry said something about they come here, take our milk and honey, blah, 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 all that crap, yeah. You know, people need to remember other countries have wars. You know, other countries have soldiers. And we come from these places. So a lot of people fought in wars, not just people in Canada and in Europe and in the U.S. Okay? That's another thing. So those are two things. We just got to support our veterans.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I agree. Um, But I wonder, is there, like, is is the support really, you always hear the stories about the support being terrible. There's nothing out there for, for them to receive that help. But then there's others that are good. So like, I always wonder, right? Like why, why is there such a difference in, in aid for some? Cause some actually, you know, there's, there's, they're good and everything like that, but then mm-hmm. they'll have someone in the same region as them. That is doing poor.
0: But it's kind of like us, you know, like as people that work just normal jobs, you know, some people work one job and their life is good. You know, other people work the same job and their life may not be as great, you know. I feel like it comes down to your support system, you know, your the infrastructure around you before and after. You know, like that's the type of stuff that I feel like really benefits you. You know, like... Some people, like, they expected to do this, you know? Some people just happen to do that type of stuff. It's just everyone's circumstances are different, mostly, is what I'm saying. So you can never, you know, judge or assume that somebody's life is going to be good based off of X, Y, Z.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Um, so on the topic of aid, uh, Princeton University... I would love to actually go on a visit and actually like walk through and see this university. Um, so uh, Princeton university is introducing uh, this aid uh, financial aid system, uh, assistance system. Uh, yeah. System where uh, they are actually helping kids uh, with families with a certain gross income uh, with tuition. So I'm on the Princeton website right now. So if you are a family that makes um, up to or up to and less than $65,000, 100% would be covered. And your, the grant average would be $77,000. And this would include uh, free tuition, room. Um, yeah. And then, you know, sixty-five to eighty-five, dollars still 100%. Um, and you would receive 70000 and this would be free tuition and your room, dorm, would be covered 80%. Ron, I am so pissed about this because I would, you know, this would have been helpful for me, man, because, damn, paying back school was terrible.
0: <laughs> no, I just keep thinking, man, if school is that important, they should make it free. That's how I view it, man. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't think that it's a very prudent way to have people start off their life, you know, like you're 20, or you're 18, you have no debt, you go to school, you spend God knows how much, you know, and then when you get out of school, these guys tell you you have to have XYZ experience, they say, why didn't you volunteer, why didn't you do internships, why didn't you network, why didn't you do this? They always put the onus on us. I get to a degree, like, the onus is on us. But, like, just, you know, call a spade a spade. They're setting us up for disaster. At least this opportunity seems like they're trying to right this wrong. You know, I just just feel like this is something that should have been, you know, automatic. It's something that makes sense. People shouldn't be having to pay for this stuff, setting themselves up for disaster in the future. It's crazy. It is. I
1: was telling, because... I was having a conversation with my, uh, with my siblings the other day and because they're, they're in school right now. And I had a talk with them and I was like, hey, almost everybody I know that went to post-secondary, they have either one of two has happened to them. It, ha- it is either one, they have taken extra years to finish the course, or two, they switched slash went to a different school. Right. Would you say, would you d- agree with that? With, with like, with the people, you know, cause I could say that's almost a hundred percent for me.
0: I feel like everyone had to do more schooling than just the basic stuff. Unless if they were in like the specialized, like nursing type stuff. And I feel like a lot of people have changed program or like gone to like, you know, multiple schools. It's just, yeah,
1: or switch programs. Switching
0: yeah. programs is a big thing, man. Like, because at that age, I feel that, you know, you have hopes and dreams and like ambitions and, you know, it's you think you can do anything. And then when you go through a program, I feel like there's always a moment when you're like halfway through or maybe even less than that, depending on the student. And you're just like, the hell am I going to do with my life? Like, I can't like, you like I can't just do this. Like, come on. And then you just refocus and you're like, let me do another program. It's good if you have that realization while you're in school, because even though you will wait, you kind of have wasted money. It's not as dramatic as if when you finish and then you can't find a job and you have all this debt and then you're like, man, I messed up. I need to do something else. And then you got to spend all this other money again that you don't already have to do another program. It's craziness, man. Crazy.
1: I think high school should go back to five years.
0: I just feel like it needs to be more of like a feeding ground, man. Like they need to figure out what it is that people like to do. So it's just like, you know, they should do things like back in the day. I'm pretty sure they had like home ec. They had um like shop, you know, like they like when I was in school, they had like tech, you know, they they just have so many different things that show you or at least put. These things in front of you so that you can actually dabble in them and see if you truly do like them and if it's something that you like then that could be your life could be your goal you know not this foolishness where they're telling you to determine and then you just you know follow that stream what if you were an academic student you go to university and halfway through you're like man i really want to be a mechanic or i think i'd like to be a mechanic what do you do then you've already wasted so much time years how would you even start, you know? Unless if you know somebody in that field, it's going to be really hard for you to just refocus again. It's crazy.
1: I personally think that post secondary should not proceed past three years. I think one of the years should just be straight theory. So I would say two of the years, sorry, two of the years be straight theory. And then that last year, be internship, co-op, placement, whatever. And it should be an actual decent, not just one that you can log in on to a a web and, you know, pick whoever, right? But I think that's how it should be for post-secondary. High school should go. uh, So hold on. let's. So we graduate when we're 18. So now if high school... If there's a grade 13, that means you'll graduate when you are 19 and then three years in. So you graduate by 22. So that still gives you enough time to. Uh, uh, now, again, I say three years when it comes to like doc, being a doctor, extra years. Fine. Right. But I'm, but I can't think of anything else that shouldn't go past three years. Uh, yeah. Right? So you you on. No, other than, I can't think of anything. Were you going to...
0: No, I was going to say, I feel like um in... uh I've, I've heard this a lot in Europe. Like, once people are done high school, they take a year to travel. I think that that's um something that they should encourage people to do. Because uh... I feel like, it, in a sense, like, it kind of opens your mindset to the way that the world is. I feel that we have... Especially at that age. Like, when you get older, you become more conservative, like... It's just uh, like you just become more insular, more family focused. Like you don't really care about other people when you're young. I feel that like you have all the energy in the world. It's like you think you can change the whole world. So I feel like, you know, doing something like where you travel or, you know, you don't have to like go to school right away. I feel like that's perfect because your mind is still fresh. You can meet so many different people. That's a networking thing. You have so many different experiences. Depending on where you go, like, you know, you're, you're going to be encountering different circumstances. And I feel like, you know, those type of things actually, you know, make you mature a lot sooner. As opposed to sitting in a classroom, not really getting a true sense of things, you know. Like, I think that that's a fair thing. And then when you go into post-secondary school, you have a, a more... Different sense of how the world is, you know. I, I feel like you, you could possibly become more creative because you've been in so many different circumstances. Like, think about somebody like, you know, like I'm speaking for myself, but like when I finished high school, I barely even left Toronto, you know, for the most part. Like, I, I would go around the province, obviously, I've been to pl- some places, but like, I haven't truly left like, for any significant period of time. What did I really know about the world? you know, and I thought I knew everything. And then it's like, once I started traveling, and, you know, some of the stuff that I was learning about certain types of people in certain countries in the world, when I traveled, I was like, yo, it's not that bad. It's like, where do these people get their information? And why did I ever think this, you know, like, but that's just the way that it is. If you've never been, if you don't talk to people that are from there, how would you ever really know? You would just guess or take the word of somebody else. And, that's why I don't really trust what people tell me all the time. I feel like you should do some digging on your own. Because if you don't, like, you know, you just become lazy, you know, like, simple-minded. It's like you got to do your own research.
1: And for that reason that you mentioned about being lazy, I, I feel like when people say they need a travel to, to find themselves, to find what they're looking for, to... I think it's bullshit, right? Just on the fact that, like, you see, Ron, when you and I, when we travel, we come back to our regular lives and whatever we, that experience that we gain, we can maybe somewhat put it into, into our, our lives or share it with someone else. And they're able to use it. Like you go to... Jamaica, and they teach a home remedy, and then you come back and you bring it. That's just an example. But I feel like with a lot of people, they'll go, they'll travel, have fun, meet people. Then when they come back, it's kind of like, where do I start from? And I have seen that happen to so many people where they went to travel before going to post-secondary. They came back, and then they were still confused, or they quit their job traveled and then are trying to reapply to the same job right like i understand different people have their reasons on why certain things right but this whole traveling to find themselves like unless you're one of those ambitious people and you're self-motivated then that's going to work and when you're goal driven then yeah but a lot of these people around they just travel and come back and
0: Start, but from square one. So my challenge on that is that I feel that like it's not indoctrinated in our culture where this is a typical thing. The typical thing is once you're done high school, you go to school. When you're done school, you do that stuff. You find a job. If you want to travel, you can, and then you find a job. You know, if you're working and you do that, like the the plan is to come back and work. Like that's essentially what you would assume would happen. I feel like if it's indoctrinated in people that like, you know, what it's normal to do this, you know, like, you know, you can apply for, you know, school programs or if you even if you have a plan leading up to this and you just want to broaden your horizon before graduating. I think that that's like not too, too bad because like it's not like people in Europe are just, you know, once they go traveling, they're traveling forever. Obviously, there's some people like that. But then not everyone is like that. And it seems like it's a more typical thing where they take a year off right after high school and travel. So if that's something that's normal there, why can't it be normal here? And I feel like they are definitely way more cultured than people in North America. I do feel because North America is a really... Like the two main countries we talk about, Canada and U.S., it's like they're massive. You could spend your whole life in this country and you wouldn't have seen anything in this country you know what i mean so people in europe because their countries are so much smaller and they're so close together like for them it's like traveling through europe is like a canadian traveling from like the maritimes all the way to like on what maybe ontario or saskatchewan it's probably the same distance so you know they get to experience quite a bit because there's so many different cultures languages foods in those these regions is crazy
1: yeah i just think people just get too lazy, and then they come back, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, what do I do now? You yeah, well,
0: a lot of the people I know that travel, it's like they're doing, like, it's not like they're do not doing anything, you know, they're doing a lot. Some of these people, so I, I feel like when you open up your mindset, I feel like you, you're a little like there's a lot more possibilities in your mind at that point when you meet different types of people and you see different situations. I feel like it really does open up your eyes versus someone that's just very limited, you know? That's why people in small towns, a lot of times, like, they they could live in the small town their whole life and not really care because they don't think about these type of things, you know? They don't really care. It's like, for them, it's like once you're done, you just get a job and you have kids, get married, you know, that's it. Done. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh,
2: Chicago.
1: Um, a lot of people are saying they are introducing the purge law. Um, so pretty much, what's happening, you guys? I'm just gonna give you a brief, brief, very, very. So apparently, uh, there's a new law, the Pretrial Fairness Act. Uh, it'll be introduced January 1st of 2023. So with this law being introduced, pretty much. Uh, there will be no cash bond no cash bill. so you know sometimes we will watch those tv shows and this person is you know they have to pay a certain fine once they're on bail or bond well now that is being removed so a lot of people were going a little crazy about it saying that how they you know they're opening up the the doors and all the cells for people to be you know, free, it doesn't mean that, you know, there's still going to be a judge in place to either decide whether or not the person should be free. Well, not really free, but they can be at home during the trial and not in the sales, not in the jail, um, or they got to go to jail. So th- there's still something there in place. My only concern with this, Ron, is just that it's up to one person. So if this person is being influenced or if there's a bias you know that person has all the power in their hand to do it. So um I I I like it but I don't like it. So either or it it, it is what it is.
0: Like I I feel like it's a very interesting dynamic. They say that it helps alleviate like I guess discrimination you know because obviously if you are in a lower social economic status these guys you're likely are not going to be able to be able to pay your bail or the bond whereas if you're a high-end person you're more likely to be able to pay it the thing I found very interesting about this was the offenses which this applies to specifically is like second-degree murder. Aggravated battery, arson, drug induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing and eluding, drug offenses, and threatening a public official. At least half of these are like ones where, yo, like you're actually doing something to a specific person, and these people are likely the ones that got you arrested. So they say they give you three phone calls, which are within three hours of arriving in the detention center and there's no like real restrictions on the calls so people are concerned that they would be calling and threatening people or intimidating witnesses with these calls and you know for specific things especially like the kidnapping burglary like intimidation threatening a public official i feel like that's something that's really like highly likely you know You know, even second-degree murder, man. Like, come on. Like, it's a very weird thing that they're doing. I need to see this in action to see if it truly is something that is not that big of a deal. But to me, it's just very alarming just reading this.
1: And now a point that I want to talk about, they talk about the whole race and how it will decrease all this injustice for minorities. I think this, I think, honestly, this could help. I mean, this could hurt, sorry, a lot of minorities. Because now we see GoFundMe, and we've seen the impact that GoFundMe has. We have seen the impact that social media has, where it creates an awareness, and when people are being convicted wrongfully, Right. It can become there can be that social wave where everyone hops on and helps. Right. I feel that with this in place, you know, let's say like something happened to me and Drake was like, yo, you know what? Michael is from the six. He's from the city. I'm going to help him out. Now, Drake can't even help me. And let's say I was innocent, Ron. Right. That's my one issue. Is there maybe some type of safety, uh, like, I don't know, some type of mechanism in place in case these judges are crooked?
0: Like, the way I I feel, like, that you could still advocate for these people, you know what I mean? Like, you can still advocate after the fact, because it's not saying that they're taking away the opportunity for trial. They're just taking away the, uh, the cash bail situation, which I think is fair. Like, I don't think if you have money, you should be able to pay this off and then be good. You know, and if you don't have money, you can't. But I, I, I don't think that this impacts the advocacy portion. If you truly didn't do something, you know, they technically have to be able to prove it. If they're not proving it, that's a problem, you know. No, I mean, like, let's say, let's
1: say there was a crime that happened and I was being convicted for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want bail. But because of this process right now, let's say I was in the music because we know a whole bunch of. Oh, are you talking about the
0: situations where they can't? Do it at all? Yeah, where we're, okay. we're,
1: bail wouldn't work, right? And let's say I'm actually innocent. See, that's the thing where it kind of screws up. And let's be real. We, we know how the law doesn't help minorities, yeah, right? that's fair. So if you're a minority, especially in Chicago, and we know all the stories about Chicago, um, the crime, the gangs, the murdering, I think Chicago has one of the highest ones, if not the highest. And now I'm a minority and it's up to a person who might not look like me, whether to decide if I can be free or not. Well, not free, but if I can spend time in a jail cell or not, uh, I'm going to be a little nervous.
0: Okay. Now I'm understanding a bit more. So like, I feel like it could be a possibility where it would be an issue especially in the situations like you alluded to there. It's um, it's very interesting, you know, because even the ones, the, the charges that they did put in there that qualify for no bail, some of them, if you and I read them, we're just like, yo, this is a problem. There's no way that this should be no bail. So, like, the ones that are, you know, you there's nothing now and you're going to be in prison until it's done. That's crazy, too, you know, so... I get what you're saying more in it. Like, it does sound a bit concerning. This whole thing does sound concerning to me, you know, like some people should just not be out there. But if they can, they're going to be able to be out there in this situation. I think
1: maybe and what I'm about to say, a lot of people are going to be annoyed,
0: but maybe there should be like a jury. But juries are so impartial, man. It's like they could be easily swayed. You can't trust them, man. I find I know,
1: but I would I would rather have it in the hands of in in a situation like this, maybe with multiple people, because then, like, with one, you just gotta persuade one person or one person needs to be swayed, right? At least with a group of people to sway a group of people, then probably there is obviously you know we, we already we kind of know what happened and we already know the answer
0: but people prefer judge alone because they actually have to justify why they're doing stuff so if they're doing it like like there there's like a lot of stuff that they they have to give examples of stuff and explain why they're doing it whereas people can easily be swayed you know like think about it that's why sometimes they f- pick certain juries you know, members like, you know, if you're, you know, a white criminal or a black criminal, you would prefer that the jury reflects you because they have a better understanding of the situation you were in. You know, you know, that's, that's a thing that it's all a game, man. I think I think the reason why you
1: would pick a judge versus jury, you are right. Definitely. To I think it's to pull on the heartstrings. Right. The jury. They never went to school for law, right but with a judge, a judge is going a judge is supposed to think critical and they're supposed to think by the book. So if you can hit them with points, that's from the book you can win because they can't think with their hearts. So I think it's one of those things where if it's more of a are you going to try to win with pulling on the hearts or are you trying to win by the book then I guess it would des- decide you would make the decision if it should be a judge or a jury trial yeah i would my, assume
0: if my person is guilty if i'm a defense attorney i would prefer a jury if my person is innocent i would prefer a judge because they have to prove way more Hmm. Um, maybe i'm thinking a little bit more civilly but i think that if you know that the person is not you know, maybe, maybe both you can go with the jury, you know, in that yeah, situation, no, if yeah. you're defense, you'd prefer, but like as a prosecutor, you don't care.
1: I think, I, yeah, I, I think if I'm defending someone, you would want the judge. I agree with you. I think it also matters a crime. Like if it's a murder crime, you, you definitely stay away from the jury if you're defending someone. Because you already know those people, they're like, yeah, you're a murderer, you need to be off the No, but
0: remember, if they reflect you and they understand where you come from and they're an area where, like, the, the defendant is in a bad situation, they know them, they understand their environment, they're a little bit more forgiving than someone that isn't from there. They don't really, they're just like, whatever, you know? That's why they try to move them into specific places, like they do these things very cleverly. Like they know, like if this guy is from this environment, let's do the trial here. Even if he did the crime there, you know, because you're like, these people understand, you know, they'll, you know, be more forgiving. It's just, it's all gamesmanship. It seems like.
1: Yeah. It's, it's chess. It's a big game of chess. All right. Well, Ron, everybody, this is another episode of knowledge and nonsense. Episode 75. Make sure you guys review, rate, subscribe and share, you know, and leave us a message and comment, you know, and do all those nice, beautiful things that we love to see and love to hear. Um, well, everyone,
0: one love, one love, guys and gals.